welcome to Was That in Good Taste? I'm one of your hosts. My name is Chandler Phillips, and your other host, he's right here. Hey, James Beery, you know it. And we got a real fun episode because we actually got a third in the studio. This is Cameron Lindsay. Cameron, say hi to the good people. Hi, everyone. This is Cameron Lindsay. Hey, Cameron Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining joining us in the studio. We're having a great time. We're having some great drinks. And uh, I guess we got to do the like, comment, subscribe. Um, and other, oh, you're, other? oh, you're you're going smash so you're going hard like and button. fast, bud. Yeah, smash just, that like button. Yeah, smash that like button. Um, <laughs> smash or pass. Smash it oh. every time. Uh, well, oh, uh, you're a comedian, and you can be found places. Quick at the front, give give us a oh, thing. I can be found places. I give perform, me a thing. I perform stand up and improv uh, across Brooklyn and Manhattan, and I have my own podcast uh, called Everyone's Better Than Me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I love that. You know why I did that? Because people don't listen past apparently only forty percent of the episode, and ninety percent of people don't like, comment, and subscribe. So you just got to remind them. Yeah. Let's be better together. All right, that's it. I'm done with that. All right. Um, But yeah, we got a real fun episode because Cameron Lindsay is here with us. And we've tried daiquiris on the show before, but we're going to revisit them with with an in-house daiquiri enthusiast. Cameron, um, Cameron what is your association with the beverage that we are drinking? Uh, Well, so I believe uh, a bit of self-editorializing here, but... uh, so for the past nine years, uh, I have been celebrating a holiday of my own creation called All Day Daiquiri Day, which is exactly what it says on the tin um, and is celebrated every September 24th. Um, uh, it, uh, and it's a grand time. <laughs> I'm one of the co-founders, I should say, Brian Dickman. Shout out, shout out. Um, also one of the co-founders. And I think what, what we initially bonded over was we were at, uh, what was it, uh, Heart Bar. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, they got a great daiquiri here. And I was iffy on it. And then you had me try a daiquiri. And I have had my opinion changed. And, you know, last time we had daiquiris on the show, both James and I were kind of like, eh, it's mid. But it's a base drink. It's a base drink. It's a basic drink. But I have since been swayed. Um, what was the inception of All Day Daiquiri Day? Um, it's. It, it's pretty easy, actually. So it was uh, a friend's birthday at a Mexican restaurant in Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, at this um, Mexican restaurants in Lexington are more like Tex-Mex, and they have frozen daiquiris on the menu. Uh, and like like the ones that you would pull from like a slushy machine kind yeah, of like thing? Yeah, like a very large oh, I love those. glass with a strawberry in it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, maybe whipped cream on it even. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Right? We saw this on the little like placard on the table, and we were like, well, we've got to get those, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so we did, and we were like, man, it's been a long time since I've had a daiquiri. These are really good. Um, then what, I, I never get the right person who started the exchange correct, but one of us said, these are really good. The other person said, yeah, we should have these more often. And then the other person said, yeah, like all day. And the other person was like, yeah, all day daiquiri day. And then the other person said, September 24th. It has a good ring to it, All Day it? Daiquiri Day. All Day Daiquiri Day. Also like, known so, as 83, just to be clear. Sounds mm-hmm. like you stole it. But, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Oh Jacques. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And and already the scoop, the scoop of the episode. That's is it. Out. It's a gotcha. And it turns oh out we have the people you stole. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> They're in studio with them. Um, So you had, like, the initial daiquiris, the frozen daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preferred type of stuff, like either the traditional, like um, just lime 
syrup or uh, simple syrup and ice or like what's what would be your go-to construction of the daiquiri so every all-day daiquiri day i have a party i have a celebration and i make a lot of daiquiris my the one that i always go to is a mango daiquiri that is uh based on um i don't know if i'm allowed to reference other drinking media um do it do it it's based on greg from how to drink his oh, we love uh, greg uh his big uh, fan. big simp for him uh yeah uh, not only love his drinks also love his uh stance on anti-guns uh, uh, yeah yeah tiktok too huh yeah greg, <laughs> we're, 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 greg we're, we're all we're all we're all on greg tiktok um uh but uh he has an episode where he makes a dole whip um like the 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 disney oh whip. where it's like um was it with pineapple yeah. in it? Yeah. So I do basically that exact recipe, which has creme de coconut in it. And that's sort of my twist on it. That's interesting. So it's almost like a pina colada version yeah. of a daiquiri. Yeah. And I use mango is, uh, uh, instead of pineapple. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It's very good. So what we have in studio today isn't that level of, of daiquiri um, – depravity but instead we have the uh lychee daiquiri that james has prepared for us wow. james, talk us through the preparation of this daiquiri like all daiquiris so daiquiris are super fun super simple and we had this conversation before uh i kind of was like because daiquiris aren't fancy but you do things to them to make them fancy a daiquiri is simply what it's lime juice simple syrup rum mm. it's and that's it. Yeah. It's essentially a rum version of a margarita. Yeah, it's super Is simple. That sacrilege to say. No, it's or, true. But margaritas have a uh, triple sec or cointreau in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, no. and that's where, because you, you look at daiquiris, they often tend to have something else in there, some sort of sweetener, at least now. So, like this, I was like, I got some leech, lychee and heavy syrup in the fridge because that's because I'm in Brooklyn or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, like, a daiquiri is like, a fucking tortilla. It's a perfect vessel vessel for like whatever you want to do to it, man. You want a spicy daiquiri? Fucking throw some jalapeno in there, man. Like you want to just call it like whatever you want. Sweet, spicy, savory. You want to the daiquiri is the one now. That's I switched. What, it's so interesting that you said that specifically because the the first annual all day daiquiri day was celebrated at uh, a bar in Austin, Texas, and uh, Brian and I, the co-founder. We called so many bars across Austin trying to find somewhere that sold a daiquiri. No one did. Not a single one. Wow. Really? That's I'd crazy. Like just your basic Applebee's would have daiquiris. We checked there. There's a popular um, Tex-Mex brand called Baby Acapulco's that we tried to go to. They have no daiquiris. They have frozen margaritas. They have frozen other drinks. No daiquiris. I mean, we, we scoured the, the city for daiquiris. What we did find was uh, actually a bar that we liked and we're already going to called Workhorse. Shout out, shout out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, had daiquiris and they specifically only had one daiquiri, which was a jalapeno daiquiri. So the first all-day daiquiri day was celebrated only around jalapeno daiquiris. That's a spicy daiquiri. Ah. I love that. Ah. But that was like that's a, that 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 literally a, that's the epitome of what a daiquiri is. It's it's versatile. Also, right. it's crazy because all those places could have made a daiquiri. Yeah, they like could've. if you have <laughs> if you have all the things to do a frozen margarita and, and rum, rum yeah. you're good. Yeah, exactly. That it it's almost like they just lacked the cre the the gall or gumption the to wherewithal put, the yeah. wherewithal the chutzpah yeah. to put a daiquiri on the menu. Yep. Um. So with the lychee daiquiri, 
what's what's your thoughts and feelings on it, Cameron? Does it stack up to the um, mass amounts of daiquiris that you've had in the past? Most certainly. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, so we, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to reveal this, but we did have a daiquiri beforehand as well. <gasps> uh, just a, sort of a, a traditional daiquiri with lime juice, and and it, they were great. Um, very refreshing. Um, I, I walked briskly over here, so it was uh, a nice reprieve from uh, getting my heart rate up. And I would say that the the lychee has only improved it. It sort of mellows it in a, a way that's also like it's not as cloying, I guess. As yeah, just exactly. with the uh, I, I feel that I'm on the lychee. Bo- I that's why I have that's why I have a 32 ounce jar of lychee in my fridge because <laughs> it's I it's it's sitting. It's nice. It's mellow. It's very sweet. And in drinks like a daiquiri, which usually when you think of a daiquiri, I think a lot of people would think of like that strawberry one. Mm-hmm. It's like really yeah. saccharin. You're right. You know, <laughs> it is like it's either that one or the one that has no flavor. It tastes like nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. having a daiquiri with like a little mango, like that's great. That's like fun. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> can, so another great time that uh, so my parents uh, recently moved to Florida. Um, uh, it, well, actually, it's been several years, but uh, congratulations to them. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to my parents. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout to, out Cameron's to Cameron's parents. parents. Shout out to Florida for well, Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so I've always, I've never really been a big fan of the beach. Um, I, I, they now live very close to the beach, so we were going frequently, and I was like, you know, I've never really liked this. Uh, so I'm gonna make it better. I don't care much for sand. I don't. It's true. I don't care much for sand. I'm gonna make it better. And the way I'm gonna do that is I had a big like 64 ounce like uh I think it was actually like a Wawa like plastic jug and I made like the, that shitty like oh, BJ's like... brand strawberry mixer daiquiri yeah. daiquiris and I just filled it to the brim. I was like I'm going to the beach with this. Uh, did it improve your beach going experience? I love the beach. And I would say now you love because that's what the beach is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little hot on this mic. That's okay. Well, I, well, I've I never really been a super big rum fan until I had it near bodies of water. Because some for some reason, rum is one of the more quenching of the spirits, mm. I think. And I think that's kind of because it's not as quenching. complex. Yeah. Like whiskey, it's not quenching, but it. It's fun, and it's got some some different stuff going on. Tequila, it's a little bit quenchier, but rum is probably the quenchiest. And so you're talking about like you're briskly walking over here. That is one of the things you look for in a good daiquiri is the refreshing, thirst quenching aspect Definitely. of it. Also, when you drink, when you think of tropical beverages, I think you think rum. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be rum or tequila, right? Yeah. I, you know, that, this is a really good point, actually, about the quenchingness. I've not thought <laughs> I about love it this, this way, yeah. but like, <laughs> like bourbons and scotch and things, like they're smoky, right? There's like yeah. they're dehydrating in a certain way, and then even like tequila, normally like some salt with it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Not with rum, it's it's quenching. It it's is quenching. <laughs> it's like it kind of makes me want to explore rums and cachaças and like other sugarcane based spirits this summer. It, Last summer we definitely had a summer of tequila. I, you know, or I, don't, a, I barely remember, so it must have been. It was a spring tequila season. That was because we got the Fortaleza. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I like, love the Fortaleza. Yeah. Oh, it was top notch. If you ever want to try a really good tequila, Fortaleza still strength blanco. It's 
one of my faves. Good to know. But we're not talking about tequila. <laughs> we're not talking. <laughs> get get out of here. Get out of here, tequila. Yeah, tequila. This isn't your show. <laughs> But that's the cool thing about daiquiris is like you can kind of just throw in any sort of generic rum in there, and it's it's fine. It has legs. It can run. Yeah. And what um, does have legs? If Cameron, if you were to construct your own signature daiquiri, mm-hmm. what would the elements of it be, and would it have like a special like kind of like a featuring whatever flavor, or would it just be no, not just be, or would you try to go with the elegance of simplicity? Uh, no, I would go for audacious. Um, Love that. Okay, so get into it. I ha- I have one that I'm going to share now. Uh, I I had a cocktail that I made that I was thought was so smart. Um, it's not smart. It's not very good. <laughs> it's actually, I'm going to take I'll, that back. I'll be the judge of that. It's delicious, but uh, it's maybe not refined. Um, this is not a, a rum cocktail. I will get to that in a second. The uh, old cocktail, which I called the exclamation mark, um, because I, I write my name with an exclamation mark. Uh, where? You'll never know. It's the end. Um, uh, uh, anyway. I thought it was going to be like a Kesha thing where it's just kind of in Somewhere the middle. Yeah. No, it's just the last. It's at the beginning, obviously. <laughs> As, <laughs> but it's upside down. Oh. Uh, so this cocktail is uh, three things. Um, it is, oh, I'm sorry. It's four things. It's uh, uh, one part simple syrup. Two parts cold leftover coffee, uh, two parts bourbon, and then one part triple sec, and shaken with ice and strained. And that's all it is. I have a curiosity. How, how many parts is that? Um, <laughs> a lot of parts. What was the decision to do the bourbon and the triple sec? I get the coffee bourbon thing. I get oh, the bourbon and orange is very good combination. And coffee and orange is a classic. Yeah, is a yeah, classic. A classic. Is coffee and orange a thing? Yes, so, absolutely. So coffee and orange makes me think of like I, like I just uh, brushed my teeth, and then I ate an orange, and I was like, oh, oh god! No, no. And now the I need to opposite. wash it out with coffee. The exact opposite. The exact. Opposite. Oh, it's very tasty. So, well, here's what happens with that cocktail: is it tastes like chocolate milk? Um, no way. It, it tastes like chocolate milk. It's very peculiar. Uh, it's, well, shit. it's really I, nice. That makes sense. I so, don't. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Well, how? Absolutely. How does how do any of those elements one make a creamy flavor and two That's where easy. it does sort of lose the cream a bit, but the the cream is coming through with the shaking of that much yes. syrup. So when you when you when oh, you, so you shake it, aerate. so shaking exactly. the coffee, shaking mm. the coffee mellows it with the simple syrup. It gives it the frothy kind of creaminess. It does. Yeah. Coffee and orange citrus. Is a pairing that goes well with chocolate. It's also it'll make you think of the chocolate. It does. You're exactly right. Yeah. I was never a it's big and chocolate sweet. and orange person either. But yeah. is it just like it kind of tricks your brain into thinking there's chocolate? I mean, do you like uh, do you like uh, what, 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 what is it called with the with the orange vines in it and it's a jam? Marmalade. Do you like marmalade? I love marmalade. I love marmalade. Shout I... out Paddington. <laughs> I do love a good marmalade because that, that, I, I feel like that's on the same like kind of like path. Where it's yeah. like sweet and like bitter. You're exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. so this is what the daiquiri ended up being was I made a coffee daiquiri. I love that. Um, and uh, I would tell you everything that I put in it, but it's in a TikTok that I recorded for last year's All Day Daiquiri Day. Um, 
that I would so have go to, to go to your go to your yeah. TikTok. Yeah, plug your TikTok. Yeah, damn, <laughs> shit. I I've not I've not made a TikTok in for. No, this is good. I love this. All right, <laughs> wait. You don't even know your your TikTok username. This was uh, it's Goaty nineteen ninety. G-O-A-T-Y. <laughs> and how far down do they have to scroll in order to find this particular? You should Not repost very it. Far. Apparently, the last some of the last uh, daiquiris that I made. Oh, were, I love that. Or the last TikToks I made was for uh, All Day Daiquiri Day. That was this past September. Yeah. The best thing. Put it near the mic so they can hear it. Two ounces of rum. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm. Two ounces of cold brew or old coffee. Next, instead of simple syrup, I decided to go with maple syrup. I used maple oh, syrup. Oh, maple, oh, maple syrup. I like that. I love creme de coconut. I like that choice, though. After that, all that's left to do is add the oh, ice. I just shook with ice and then <laughs> And I put it in a coupe. Oh, okay. That's I like the glassware choice. Uh, this glassware has since broken. Oh, R.I.P. the coop. And oh, what, I love. You know what? What was the assessment of it? It's really good. <laughs> Fuck, we gotta try that. God, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate you guys so much. I hate you guys so much. Cause now I have to like find the TikTok and I have to like put the TikTok here. Not only that, now we have to go make that cocktail. And oh shit! Yeah. We should make that cocktail and critique it. <laughs> you just should. roughly, just viciously. I, I, I. Well, just no enough. joke. I have like three or four cocktails that I've made that some I've, signature blend. I love that. Hear what your I, I love that. I would love to judge. Judge. That'd uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, we so do much. That. So, we're we're having we're having a couple of drinks in it now. Um. Actually, wait, before I move on to actually getting into the, like, interview questions that I got yeah. from the camera. James, what would your, like, signature daiquiri be? Oh, I, I from am the leech, here. Because, like, the leech, yeah. <laughs> You're not just the producer. I know, right? I feel like, honestly, no joke. It's like, right now I'm into leechie. I'm into leechie, so big. But things like that melon. Like watermelon, honey, like those cantaloupe. Were you about yeah. to say honeydew? No, uh, not really good. Sounds really good. No, like good. a really good. That does like, sound yeah, good. those kind of things that right now that's jumping out to me. Like a honeydew cucumber. Yeah, like something oh fresh. My God. Yeah, something super fresh. Yo, you know what? We did to do uh, tasting or behind the bar, whatever one fits. Uh, all day daiquiri day. And we need to do a bunch of daiquiris. Just a, a litany of We need daiquiris. to do all the daiquiris. We're going to have a lineup of daiquiris. I feel like I'm huge into the melons right now. And then you can do the melons and then smoky melons. And then you can do each one with like a little jalapeno. Have a little spice melon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, my I God. A chipotle melon. A little, oh tahine melon Ooh, a little tahine melon oh, daiquiri. That the, sounds so good. What is, okay, now you're getting, <laughs> you're okay, making so a sandwich. One of the most, one of the most recent uh, daiquiris that I had uh, was a pineapple daiquiri from uh, uh, Easy, Easy Lover. Lover. Um, and they like loaded the top of it up with bitters, just Angostura bitters. Uh, really good. Like added a weird addition to it, but it was nice. Whoa, that's great. Yeah. I, I can vibe with it. I saw you drinking that and I was like, do I? Do I splurge on a pineapple daiquiri? And yeah. I think I just ended up getting a beer and a shot instead because <laughs> I like a deal. Shit, I've been right. looking for something new to drink at a bar because normally I go for like a whiskey and Coke or a gin and tonic, mm -hmm. which are like precarious at any bar. What I really want is like a, 
Diet Coke with two cherries and like a house whiskey. <laughs> but I just I, I worked at a bar. I've worked at bars too much to do that to them because I just feel like when I ask, they're not going to have any cherries. It's going to be like the whole fucking thing. Then I got to spend 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes just tracking down a jar But now of I feel like I want to be a daiquiri. I want to be a daiquiri. A daiquiri boy. I want to be a daiquiri, a daiquiri person. I just want to go and be like, hey, I want to be like, can I have a daiquiri? Like, what kind, whatever you got. I'm going to just go there. Like, you pick your own. Da- you let me know what daiquiri I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dealer's choice. I think. I've kind of lost sight of the golden rule when ordering at a restaurant or a bar and is um, never get what you can make at home, right? Oh, oh that, yeah. Oh. That's interesting. I, I do that, yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I do follow that rule to some extent. I, I It's also, I, I do think about what the bartender, like, is this going to be live work? Um, and if it is, then it's like, that's, uh, I'll skip it. That's I'll say, usually. I'll say this, though. I always ask if they have creme de coconut. <laughs> Because if they do, <laughs> I want a painkiller. I love a painkiller. What goes into a painkiller? I've heard it before, but I'm not. I'm glad you asked. Familiar. Uh, What's in a painkiller? Let me make sure that I remember. Um, it is orange juice, pineapple juice, creme de coconut, and rum, Shook with ice. That sounds delightful. okay. Well, we got another thing. That sounds yeah. like another. Oh great yeah, give us content. Drink. Let yeah. me double check. No, no, we'll take the content. I feel like we'll take the oh yeah the TikTok oh. was still on yeah we'll take the content. Should just pitch us some daiquiri or some uh, some cocktail drinks. We're, Chandler, we're since to... you've been asking the questions, what about yeah. you? What would be your? I'm I'm not. Oh, what would be your daiquiri? Hit him I, with it. I think I would really want to go with something kind of smoky and but still on the sweeter side. So I think I would do something very similar to just the classic daiquiri thing, but with like maybe a. Um, like you got them smoked salts. I almost like did that. Maybe a little smoked salt rim or like, uh, you know, you're talking about the dash of bitters on top. Mm-hmm. I would do like maybe a dash of like uh, like a little ancho chili. We have all um, the bitters. I love of. some ancho chili. And do like. You know, it's funny. I was going to use the smoked salt, but we had just done margaritas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was thinking to myself, but then it's too, because it's so yeah. similar. It is similar, yeah. So I no, didn't. I think the lychee was a great choice for this, and I think just it was the, the bare rim. But but my was, first thought wasn't lychee. It was my first thought salt. was the smoked salt. I think that what um, and this is a bit of a detraction from what we were just talking about, but it's going back to the uh, refreshing quality is that I I there it, there's a fondness for frozen daiquiris, right? They're they're audacious. They are they're a performance almost. Um, of course, they're adorned with garnish. Yeah, exactly. You go to the beach, you get a big plastic cup, almost as tall as you, 100%. with a big wide like uh, umbrella type top. You go 100%. to like Vegas, that's usually what's in the yard it's, size. Yeah, they're right? very yeah. tall drinks. Yeah, the but a traditional daiquiri, it is so simple, right? And it, it, it's such a simple thing that you can. And and, uh, and this is so important to me. It's a drink that you can shake real quick and then sit on your porch and drink. And, and that is so important to me, is that this is a drink I could drink on my porch. I don't it have is, a porch currently. I should say but that. If, but if, if I one did, were to have a porch, it's kind of like it's in the same spirit of like a mint julep kind of. Well, a mint thing. julep is much more difficult to make than that. I, I think is it? Well, uh, yeah, of course, all of that mint. That, oh see, that's God. the thing. You don't just have mint and, growing and I think, around. You. I do, Cameron, but... I think you understand, and this is absolutely true. When it comes, and this is the thing I'm really big on, because there are many times that we do cocktails with this, and I come up with something wacky. I have to like dry stuff or blah Insane-y. blah blah. 
But nothing's better than being able to go into your kitchen and reasonably make a cocktail in two minutes yeah. while you're in between League of Legends games or episodes of a TV show. It wasn't even said muddling. I, I tried that. I, I, muddling mint and shit. And, 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 and it's good. I, lo- I, love a, I love a fucking someone's a mint in it. But like, come on. Yeah, I agree. Who's got that kind of time? Like who's 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 got that kind of time? And, and there's something there's something that makes uh, a cocktail that I that I've shaken or that I've mixed that is a step above like cracking a beer, right? Like, and uh, it's not League of Legends for me; it's Overwatch. But um, uh, okay, I, me too. No problem. Uh, uh, oh, okay, good. Uh, we we can hook up later to make sure that we're. Uh, I'm not any good. Uh, I'm not either. Perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so like uh, a daiquiri is an example of this, or like uh, I, I'm, a lot of things. Actually, the other go-to things that I would say is a white Russian is actually pretty easy to just like put it together, and it's, it is one step above the beer, right? Uh, but it, it takes no time. But it's like I put a little bit of effort into this. I never thought about it like that because one of the things that I don't drink a lot at home is whiskey coke, even though I love it. And whenever I do, I feel let down because it's about that elevation. When you're sitting with your friends, you crack a beer. For some reason, the act of cracking the beer is like that release. It it's is. also ridiculous. It's like it's like this. It's like there's a, thing. a catharsis with the. Yeah. Ks. And it is. The it only is. thing Don't better worry. than that is making a, making a cocktail. You make an amazing hard cocktail. It is infinitely more. But when you're by yourself, it's like when I make rice at home. Is I, I always take like the rice and I put it in a little bowl and then I put it upside down. So it's like rounded. I like it. It makes me feel nice. You know, it elevates what I'm eating more than just having it on the plate, you know. And, like, a daiquiri, this feels like tequila sounds too fun. People, It sounds too fun. People are partying with tequila. Yeah. People turn the fuck up with some tequila. But, like, a little rum, a little lime juice, a little simple syrup. Who just has simple syrup laying around? Mm. That's the the ingredient that's, like, you don't really keep simple syrup around. You thought about having a good time yes. in the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you considered the possibilities. You, yes, yes, exactly. You are the ant that store. I don't know what this fable actually is, but you I are the it. ant that stored away the seeds that is the simple syrup so that later you could, <laughs> during the winter, you could, the squirrel? I don't remember what creature it is, but some creatures be is stored away be the platypus. The <laughs> platypus that stored away the simple syrup so that later on they could make a deck. Initially, you're saying the ant that stores, and I thought you were just talking about the fun party ant, like <laughs> the ant like, that just gets turned on whatever like liquor is available. Your parents' sibling oh. who <laughs> just shows up and is ready to rock and roll. Uh, yeah, I mean, she probably won't listen to this, but she knows who she is. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, maybe she will. Mine I hope not. <laughs> mine will listen. To this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had a thought. You have notes. Thought. Oh yeah, I did have notes. So, what um, aside from just the all-day daiquiri day, what kind of images does this particular lychee daiquiri conjure for you? Like, what what's the kind of visual or uh, sensorial sensate um, associations that you might have with this flavor profile? Well, so I think that the um... I think a lot of people associate that audaciousness of a frozen daiquiri with, like, the same kind of thing that we think of when we think of, like, Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville stuff, right? And that's, yeah. that could not be further from this. Um, 
I it, it is it's still beachy, right? Yeah. It's but, it's definitely a relaxing. But it's more than a beach though. Cuz I, I feel like you wouldn't have you would have a daiquiri on your porch, but you wouldn't really have a daiquiri on the beach. Yeah, I I feel like I am for me this it's like I'm sitting at on a like a like a cast iron like patio table with like a striped umbrella, right? I'm wearing a linen suit. Ooh, um, I love that. And and the beach is there. I'm not dressed for it. <laughs> You're not. You and the beach are mutually exclusive. Yeah, uh, English professor always dressed it. You but know. you're observing it from afar and being like, okay. I have some friends that came into town and they went to the beach and they're coming back and they're like, Cameron, we had so much fun at the beach. Don't you want to join us? And I'm like, I'm just here enjoying my daiquiri. Um, maybe I had some ice cream before this. <laughs> That that is the image that is conjuring for me. So. That sounds so delightful. I love that. It's complex. That's, but it's very vivid, and I know exactly where you're coming from. Perfect. Speaking of where you're coming from, you're from Kentucky. I am from Kentucky. Yeah. Where, where you're coming from? Where, 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 where you, you coming where from? You came from? Oh, oh yeah, come uh, from. Uh, shout, shout out, yeah. Shout <laughs> out, Missy Elliott's song. Uh, where are you from? Where are they from? <laughs> WTF? That is what it's called. Love me some Missy Elliott. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I'm a big Missy Elliott fan. My Wait, where is she? Come on, Missy. Oh, she just released something. She doesn't she have to do anything. Anything. Then she, she just released it. Y'all are fake fans. What? What is she just? She's making cards. She's making music. She's featuring. She's making albums. Uh, ever since she'd had the Under Construction album, I'm like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants or not do anything ever at all, and I will be happy. I knew she was featuring. I I didn't know if she had her own. Wasn't it like two years yeah. ago? It's been a while. She she is on. It was TikTok. like 2018 or something. It's been a no. I knew you. I but mean, did you know? I'm about me? to say that, but did I know you? Um, so at at the show, I'm completely pivoting from at at was that in good taste? We are big fans of old fashions here, and mm-hmm. so when initially picking like a cocktail for for us to try with you, like the daiquiri is the is the obvious one because of all day daiquiri day. But part of me was like. Do we do something with like an old fashioned or a bourbon? Yeah. And I just want to know what's your connection to the like to the bourbon sphere. I have strong opinions on bourbon, uh, largely that were developed from having moved from Kentucky to New York, and that was like sort of the first time that I had been out of Kentucky for a long period of time. And it was when I was in graduate school, so I was like twenty three, and so there was a lot of drinking. And so we would go to these places and I would be like, I want to separate myself from the other people that are here and not be some like, come off as some like hillbilly type uh, uh. And, and like represent my state, my commonwealth um, <laughs> in like a respectable way. And, and bourbon was sort of popping off at that point. And so it was like, I know things about bourbon. So I, I, was, I was trying a lot of bourbons uh, um, and, and I, I had a lot of favorites that were largely geographically inspired it's like woodford reserve is very important to me because it m- my house growing up was so close to it oh that's um, really cool yeah and so there since then i've like there are lots of bourbons that i will just drink on their own i love just sipping on like makers on the rocks like makers is such a perfect drink um i gotta say i'm a big fan of makers as well old style bourbon baby yeah. it's the older stuff how do you feel about um some of the uh, up-and-coming bourbons that are in different states, the non-Kentucky bourbons. Like, there's one um, 
I think, coming out of Wyoming, and then one that's, uh, like, Nevada-based. And even Colorado's been having, like, their big Breckenridge boom. Yeah. Are you, like, a, you know, Kentucky ride-or-die bourbonite, or... I think I'm the kind of person who, when someone mentions a bourbon in uh, that was distilled in another state, I will like very quickly be like, "Well, that's not bourbon because of the illegal thing." That, uh, <laughs> but, actually, but, uh, but I really couldn't care less. It also, I think, one of the people who is part of like putting in like this legislative def- legislative definition of bourbon was Mitch McConnell, and so it's like, eh. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, Ooh. it's like, uh, but I, I, I like. Is Kentucky bourbon ever going to be like usurped? No, no, so, never. So uh, I will never worry I, about it. I mean, obviously, because of the amount of control, kind of not always, but it can equal just really high quality. So yeah, I, I mean, personally, Nanny State. Personally, I'm a big fan of some of the uh, bourbons that are coming out of New York. Um, at the moment, like the the Brooklyn seventy seven, I knew I I that's, knew that's with, the, with the banana. It's got banana and like a nuttiness. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. But um, if you haven't tried that, I highly I haven't I recommend should. it. Um, I'd be happy to. Now, how what what are your thoughts and feelings on Tennessee whiskey? I'm uh, uh, I'm fine with Tennessee whiskey. Uh, I I think that any time that I had a choice of what I was drinking like bourbon or whiskey I, I, I like if bourbon was an option i was doing bourbon you, you default to bourbon i will say this i have recently uh developed a great fondness for uh like um oh uh not applejack though i also love that but like uh the tennessee honey like the jack daniel Ooh, you know, which is like actually not that it. bad yeah it's, yeah yeah it's i i'm gonna go a step beyond not that bad i love it that's two steps beyond. That's <laughs> oh, you're going full oh, advocate yeah. for it. I'm a big fan. Not the Tennessee apple. I, I do like the all the apple stuff. I like the is also good, but the the honey is something else. It's have you tried the uh, what is it the wild turkey honey? Because they got one as well. I that... have actually. That was if we were going to talk bourbon. That was one of the things that I was going to say was that in my like drinking different bourbons and trying different bourbons, uh, I've had a lot, and there are some that impress me less than others, and there are some that like were supposed to be really good that I was didn't care much for. Just kind of mid. And I and I didn't know if that was a me or if that was a a them thing. The, <laughs> it was a you thing. The thing it was probably a me. Yeah, it's a you thing. I I do think that Wild Turkey 101. Wild Turkey gets a really bad rap. Wild Turkey 101 is like the best mixing bourbon. It, it, I, Amen to that. I'm not at the, going at the at, price. At that at that at price. That price it, it's it's very good. It's high proof. It's I'm not going to I'm not going to sit and sip some Wild Turkey 101. But it is it's a very you're, good you're in the room with people who have opinions about sippable whiskeys, and I'm a I'm a I'm a 1977 overproof. No, 1770. 1776. <laughs> Well, that's, I'm a big fan of just makers in general because you could have it either like in a in a light mixer. Like I like to do like a diet ginger ale or something just mm-hmm. to kind of refresh and give a little give a little chill and effervescence. And so the uh, You're gross. 
That's that's disgusting. Don't be saying effervescent. How dare I? It's diaphanous. Diaphanous? That sounds like a Greek god. That's looking. That's like it's like semi opaque. Oh, okay. No, that works. All right, then. Yeah, that's vocabulary. But <laughs> I took an SAT once. I know big words. All right. Next question, Cameron. What's something <laughs> the people who know you might not know about you? Mm. Oh yes, about not just something that you tell people on a podcast. Truly, they're just most dark. <laughs> it's like real. Give me, what are your deep dark secrets? Give me something personal, please. I'll share this. I, I have shared this before, but not frequently. Is that okay? I love this. Yeah. I love this. Okay. I um I've I have some experience in being an asshole. Um <gasps> and uh I do not believe. And in undergrad, uh wait. I'm very I'm tooting my own horn. I'm very good at improv. I, I love improv. I like flexing my improv muscles. Um <laughs> You're I, on multiple I, improv I am. teams. I like lying. <laughs> <laughs> you like, Those two no, things go yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lying. Hey, babe, I'm good acting. at improv. Yeah. Yes, and? <laughs> oh. uh, I used to do this thing in undergrad where I would flirt with people by, uh, I would be talking to them and I would be like, by the way, I speak American Sign Language. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> to be clear, I don't. <laughs> and this is offensive to to do, and it was I it was a dumb thing to do. Um, but if you're good at improv, and you like have a basic understanding of American Sign Language, like like you understand like sort of the motions that your hands would be doing to like illustrate things, like where where your hands would like stop to do things, like the Almost parts like, of your hands, like that, your cadence. A with, bit, uh, yeah. ASL? yeah. Maybe. Enough to like, you know, somebody who doesn't know what uh, the language exactly. And so, it, I thought it was like just it's an impress. I think I would think if it was it, it was impressive if someone I was talking to was said that they could knew American Sign Language, right? Yeah, I would think that was impressive, and uh, I might even be more attracted to them because of that. And so, <laughs> yeah. so I would manipulator. Say, and so I would say that I knew American Sign Language, and then they would be like, "Oh wow, really?" And uh, I would be like, "Yeah." Um, you want me to say something? And then, <laughs> you'd, you'd pitch the like, yeah, and then they would say whatever, and, and then I would just make something up. And uh, I I did this not super infrequently, unfortunately. It did all come collapsing down one time when I uh, did this, and I sort of um, I sort of jumped the gun, and I was like, uh, I know how to say that in sign language. Uh, Instead oh. of asking them to pitch something to me, uh, and they were like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "Yeah, you do it like this." Well, it turns out they did know American. Language. <laughs> uh. It also turns out that they were in a committed relationship with one of my fraternity brothers, uh, oh. uh, 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 who uh, showed up later that night. I don't think I've seen either of them since. Um, anyway, that is a very interesting fun fact. Thank you for sharing. There we go. And uh, have you since learned any American Sign Language? Or yeah, I can do the alphabet. Wait, Apple ca candy. Do you know any BSL? Bear. Because somebody told me that Bullshit you're fluent. That's no, that's British. That's what I did. That's British Sign Language. Oh, it's a separate. 
Would you like me to show you some signs? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, show us some. Show us some British sign language. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not doing no. Not in the Lord of our year. Lord of our year. Year of our Lord. 2023. No. Lord of our year. It took Lord me a minute to get there. The Lord of our saviors. Um, how do I have other fun questions? Oh yeah. You. Um. I know. I have. I have a list of questions. Okay. So, uh, Cameron. You were probably one of my first friends in the Brooklyn comedy scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about that, but. Well, yeah. You, I'm, I'm telling you, though. This oh, okay. is a fact. Um, oh. Thank you. You are really good at initiating conversation and making friends. And since I've just kind of gravitated and orbited around you at such um, social events, because you're good at introducing and, like, proctoring those relationships, it's like. It's incredibly flattering. I I tend to need like an emotional support friend or like a like a like a foot in the door kind of friend mm-hmm. in social situations and usually James is that for me in in other areas yeah. but he's been busy with like being employed uh. and stuff <laughs> so it's it's been just it's been really nice having you having you around for my benefit um tell us what's your secret to being so friendly and outgoing oh gosh um, is it just that you don't have any shame or wow okay so no that's not the reason but that is accurate that is honestly verbatim a thing that I used to say all the time uh, so I was I, I've been doing improv since I was in middle school and uh, I was on several improv teams like in high school and then in college uh, you're so cool and, yeah I know <laughs> you, you, you're, you're sitting here wondering why did he have to pretend to know American Sign Language he was so cool to begin Lord, with I'm um <laughs> Uh, but I did, I said this all the time. I was, uh, like, that was my, whole, that was my whole secret to like improv was like, I'll, I'll do anything. I have no shame. There's nothing that could embarrass me I, that I could do. There's nothing. I think that's a bit of a superpower though. Maybe. To, like just put yourself out there. Cause yeah. I mean, I, I, not to toot my own horn, but I did a little bit of improv class when I was in middle school and then later again in high school. But like. Then there got to a point where I just got so self-conscious about what everyone yeah, thought of right. me. So then now I I hide behind a microphone. And even now that James has brought the camera in here, I feel like I've had to... Excuse it's been an me, adjustment. Excuse me, the person who wanted the camera. I was fine just being on a mic because I'm traumatized. I've, <laughs> I've, I've often and, and seriously considered the fact that I would be much better off if I just had no fucks to give. Because I... This it's is not great. a joke. I was in college and they were doing like a, 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 a like a talent show and this improv group got on stage and I thought to myself, I'm better than them. <laughs> I was like, hey, no, so hey, you just you know there. what? Yeah. Before you say anything else, you probably were. I, I bet you, you I probably was. were. And it's, and it's so and it's like they hired this group and I was like, they hired them. Yeah, they did. They were doing a paid gig. Yes. Wow. You know, and here's the thing: it probably wasn't much. You know. Uh, can I just say the college went under for like not teaching students and like not paying staff so it probably wasn't maybe it was to the improv fund (laughs) (laughs) but I I, I seriously always fucking like thought if I didn't have any like fucks to give if I was able to like you know because I had had that beat out of me by my peers Mm -hmm. you know so I never really felt comfortable like just doing shit expressing like that shit is like really hard it is it is because that's the hard part well, I'm not trying to say, but like you know, any people can write. People people are good writers yeah. and write good jokes and are good 
and witty and really able, but like it takes skill to socially interact, but also, and that's like one type of skill. This is beyond that. You know, this is, it's vulnerable. Mm. I think I think it's very vulnerable to do that. Uh, I you see, I'm so hot for improv right now. Oh my <laughs> well, so just to to go back to the question real quick because I I made the joke about having not having shame and that is true. But uh, when I in a lot of things that I have done and stand up being one of those things, I was like I would like to get good at this and be successful and everything, and I want to make friends. It's the exact opposite of reality TV show rules. <laughs> I'm not here to I make friends. I am here to make friends. <laughs> and, and and that, I don't, to some extent, that takes two to tango. And so yeah, if if I need to be the person who initiates the dance by saying, as, as was the case, that I said, we are friends now, Wait. then that's fine. <laughs> I'm happy to be that person. Which, as as a third-party observer to most of uh, your your social – well, not most of, but, like, a good handful of <laughs> – I don't know how many social most. interactions I've, – I've been watching. I've been watching and in the shadows the That's entire – It's time. always great to have an audience. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the only one half improv. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have done a really good job at making friends and, you know, also being – improving and and succeeding in improv and comedy and stuff but just as as the observer i'm like damn this dude is good at making friends too thank you like big ups it takes a conscious effort (laughs) and it takes focus it does and a goal it does and 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 you and it's when it when you do it it's great you make it look so effortless make some friends everyone (laughs) i'm so scared just go out there and make friends i'm so scared because we're, we're, you ha- you have a you have an out you have an out you have an out right because we're getting close out. yeah we're we're getting we're getting we're close, getting close oh, on yeah, our deadline yeah okay. yeah so I need to guide this guy unfortunately oh, yeah. you got to reel me back in I okay. feel like we, you know because we're we're reaching... we have three minutes yes all right we have three I've been keeping a little eye on the on the clock we're gonna as have to well. get you back here that's it oh, okay a repeat occurrence we might have to wow. try the coffee daiquiri next time. Or just you know maybe we do a little bourbony thing. Um, I have one All day more. day part two. Part September twenty fourth every year. <laughs> every year, all the year. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have just one more fun interview question for you. Um, if you had to hide a dead body, mm-hmm. what would be your strategy upon hiding said dead body? Okay, I've thought about this a lot. Uh, first off, I would rent a mascot costume, right? Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I would rent a mascot costume. Does it matter what kind of mascot? It would have to be something that was, like, uh, like it would have to be something that was visible elsewhere. Like, maybe a sports team's mascot. Okay. Um, or, like, a college sports mascot. So, I would wear that. I would wear that while I was hiding the body, right? Because immediately oh. it draws a suspicion to everyone associated with that, which I would not have any association with. I would choose it randomly. Okay. So you would do like, I don't, I don't know, um, the Florida State Gator or something. Sure, yeah. Whatever and, would come, literally I would find like a, ran, a college mascot random generator online and I would click and then I would be like, okay, get that one. But you'd want to have one that does have like an actual... Um, it'd have to be real. It'd have to be real. Otherwise then they're just like, well, who ordered a random mouse, you know? bunny in a toga well, you know so, enough yeah. to like not pick like you can't pick the who's the one that does the gritty 
the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, like you know, oh, like oh. that one is too like. Yeah. You know, you don't. You have to pick like one that's like more obscure. Like no, the, Gritty would yeah. be fine. Honestly, it would be. It would have to be random. It would have to be completely random because sure. because I would be. I would go somewhere with the body that I would be seen on camera. Wearing the mat, uh, wearing the costume, intentionally do and something, with, and to with do the body, like holding it over my shoulder or something, to divert, uh, right? That's and brilliant. I would like walk out of frame, and then I would immediately leave that location with the body, and I would take it somewhere else and bury it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a, a a strategy that I've never considered before. But thank you so much for enlightening us. We're gonna we're gonna do the wrap up now. So. Cameron Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us on Was That in Good Taste and for changing hearts and minds on daiquiris everywhere. Um, where can they find you? In like venues or anything coming up? Uh, I'm uh, performing with some improv teams uh, in Brooklyn in May. Uh, I frequent uh, a lot of the open mics in um, in Brooklyn. I'm often at the People's Improv Theater in Manhattan. And you can hear me on Everyone's Better Than Me the podcast every monday thank you so much and uh that's gonna be was that in good taste from us i've been chandler you can find me at uh chandler does jokes on instagram and also usually at the same open mics and uh various shows that that cameron frequents so there's that easy lover and uh what are some of the other ones we got easy lover star bar star bar heart bar, heart bar. um yeah and then james of course you can always find me Wherever you find TikToks at TikTok forward slash living dad joke, because I do the stuff on there sometimes. You can always find me at Instagram.com forward slash was that art of giving up. And you can always reach out to us at was that a good taste at gmail.com on Twitter at fuck. I forgot the thing. Was that one art of giving up too? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember anymore. All right. Well, I have a different good. mic today. That's it. That's going to be us. And uh, remember, drinking's not required. Wait. But it is recommended. Recommended. All right, recommended. thank you. Recommended. Yeah. <laughs> this is like. Oh, okay. <laughs>